Welcome back to Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bowen, alongside my fellow wedding crasher, Braxton Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, So we just want to say a a huge congratulations right off the bat to one of our friends and uh, fellow Eternals that listens and supports us. Oh, yes. uh, Very much, and we appreciate him, Alex Mason, who just got married to the love of his life. And uh, so a big congratulations to them. Super excited for them. And uh, me and Braxton took a trip up there Yes. uh, to the wedding. And it was it was an experience, (laughs) to say the least. It was a beautiful wedding. And everything they did was great and perfect. But yeah. But going to a wedding with Braxton is not an easy thing. I know. Uh, <laughs> I could likewise for Andrew. Absolutely. Yeah. He was being very rude the entire time. So. Oh no, really? Uh, yeah. No. no. Anyway, we had we did have a good time though. No, uh, it was definitely a long trip over there. So Alex, it was a labor of love for you, my friend. Um, but yeah. we had, we did have a good time. Unfortunately, man, this guy is popular apparently because we couldn't hardly even say anything to the guy. Yeah, I know. Uh, we well, no, we literally didn't. Well, say anything that. To yes, him. we literally didn't even say um, anything. To it was funny though. It was like there was a serious moment in the in the wedding, and I'm sitting between Braxton and then someone else that um, you may have we've mentioned a couple times on the podcast. We yeah. called him once yeah. um, during the podcast, I believe. But anyway, his name is Brian Lichen, <laughs> and I'm sitting between them, and they're just being their normal, typical selves. Yeah. Uh, to the point that here we are in this wedding, and. I'm trying so hard not to laugh. Now, Alex had nothing to do with anything about your wedding. It was all other things that they're just being crazy. But here's but, the thing. What he's trying to say, though, is we were literally weren't even doing anything intentionally. Well, Let's well, put it that way. Well, I don't know about that. That is 100% true. But to the point, I'm trying so hard not to laugh that I have beads of sweat rolling down my forehead. <laughs> And I'm like burying my face in the seat so I don't <laughs> burst into laughter in the middle of this serious moment at the wedding. But anyway, anyways, it was a good time. We just like to have a good time, you know, to yeah. you, Alex. And you are currently in the, the great land of Star Wars yourself, a Yo. Galaxy's Edge. Incredibly jealous, and we kind of hate you. Anyways, yeah, I know. Um, let's just jump straight into our first <laughs> news story for the day. Our first news story is Star Wars Life Day. This is a new uh, one-shot comic book series that's going to be coming out. This is going to have four unique stories, and they're all going to be about, yes, you guessed it, Life Day. So, oh, wow. Um, Life Day is becoming this like serious thing for Star <laughs> yeah, like Wars lately, right? Like prominent holiday. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> they they have this. They have the 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 other book that's coming out here soon. That has like a collection mm. of short stories that mm-hmm. George Mann and Kevin Scott are writing together. We had our um, Lego. We got the Lego uh, show. Movie, it's, yeah. yeah, it's becoming quite the um the celebrated thing. Which apparently, yeah, n- uh, nothing wrong with that for per se. It's just a little surprising. Um, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so if you're interested in that, want to learn more, that's going to be coming out um, in November. So, right yeah. in time for there the holiday season. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's new Star Wars content, so I mean, 
Well, it's not the I don't know how not. Kevin Scott has <laughs> this much time to do all this. <laughs> I, know, he, I know. He's writing so many books and comics all at the same time. I don't know how the guy They've does locked them away in a room. I guess so. It's crazy. Somewhere. But anyway. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it'd be cool to, to see that. Uh, like I said, it's just interesting because, like you said, Life Day has become such a oddly prominent thing. So it'll be interesting to see nonetheless. Um, secondarily, our second news piece for this week comes uh, to us from uh, Star Wars Visions. Uh, Star Wars Visions, the trailer uh, that was kind of a compilation of short clips of all the different uh, episodes that will be coming, or short films, and not exactly how you want to term that. Uh, but all of them will be uh, coming soon, and they dropped the trailer kind of displaying uh, some of the best moments from all of them and giving you just a short little taste of what to expect. And, uh, you know, again, uh, whether you love it, hate it, you're somewhere in between, it is going to be a unique experience nonetheless. Um, it is going to be one of those things where it's not it's not canon, especially as we know of right now. Uh, the timeline is going to be kind of all over the place. It's just going to be a unique look into the Star Wars universe through the lens of these creators. Yeah, and what was your thoughts on the trailer? Personally, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, again, I know there's some people who didn't like it. I know there's some people who loved it. Uh, I was in the camp of I'm I'm I thought it was pretty neat, um, and I'm pretty hopeful. Um, I know that there was some of the episodes I probably will be like, eh, you know, the animation's kind of a uh, little kitty or goofy to me personally. Uh, but there were some of them though. I saw it. I'm like, oh my goodness, that looks incredible and i cannot wait to watch that so what are your thoughts you know this this just isn't really uh, anime is not really my thing i, I don't really get uh, too interested in anime um but this is star wars and so of course i am going to watch it i think it'll be interesting because you know a lot of times when we deal with content that we both don't like, it's because we're talking about books. And so I'm talking about mm -hmm. how excited I am about a book, but you don't mm. really have any interest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this might be the yeah. first time that we're kind of On turning the, the tables <laughs> here where yeah. you're probably going to be a lot more into these yeah. than I'll be. Um, and so we'll see how that kind of plays out and, and see what well, our thoughts are. And, and we'll re we'll, we will review episodes and things. Um, yeah, let me and, just say this right off the bat. And this yeah. is for you and for anybody listening. Okay. Here's the thing. Don't come into this thinking, oh, I don't like anime. So because this is made by anime creators, I'm already kind of like apprehensive. Don't think of it that way. It's animated Star Wars, right? Yeah. You liked Clone Wars. You yes, liked all these different shows. Yeah, but I don't like the anime style. Well, but I don't again, like that and I get That's that. That's what bothers me. I don't, I don't like it. I get that. But here's the thing. You have to understand, though, there's... I can't, I can't even remember how many there is. Let's just say anywhere between five and seven different creators that all have their own unique styles. Sure, and maybe some of those styles will appeal to me. Right. I'm not and some saying of them they looked won't. pretty good. Because here's the thing. I like, and anyone that may know me personally, I am a big anime fan. I watch a yeah. lot of anime. And uh, personally, there is plenty that I love, and there's plenty I don't like, right? And just in, the, in those short clips, I saw several of them like, I don't know. Sure. I don't know. And there's some of them I thought that's gonna be pretty well, cool. Let's just let's just do a rundown of the episodes real quick. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I have this. I have okay. a list up here. Yeah, we have um, the first one here is the Elder and the Twins. That looks amazing. And one one this one is good. set before Episode One and after Episode Nine, both. So um, you have the Elder, and then you have uh, which is before Episode One. Then you have the Twins, which is after the events of Episode Nine. Mm -hmm. Um. Again, we don't know which one of these will be canon and which mm -hmm. ones won't be. 
Um, the the general information we've gotten, it sounds like there will be some that might be canon, but mm-hmm. most of them probably won't be, is the way I've gathered. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I hope we get like a definite answer because otherwise it's gonna be really frustrating um, watching these and not really knowing, unless they just have like super big giveaways, you know, that you can tell like, oh, this mm-hmm. is definitely not canon, you know. But yeah. Um, so we have that one. This is gonna be. Um, it's behind the anime studio behind Kill La Kill, Little Witch Academy, and Promare. So I don't know what any of those are. I know the first one. I know the other ones. I've never um, watched them, but they're pretty wide. We have the planned. Ninth Jedi, which is what became of the Jedi after the rise of Skywalker. This is, um, I'm not going to say try to say any of the director's names because it's just going to be <laughs> embarrassing myself. Um, yeah. But he is a part of production IG. Um and he he wanted to answer or he wanted to yeah like ask the question what happened or what became of the jedi after ray and and all of that so mm. that will be interesting i think but i would assume that one's not canon right because, yeah most likely not yeah but um he he's been on series such as ghost in the shell and blade runner black lotus yeah i've not seen those but i know that they're pretty good um then we have Lop and o- Ocho? Lop <laughs> yeah. and Oko? Yeah. Ocho? yeah, I saw that. Um, and that this story is set between episode three and four. And, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure about that one. But. Yeah, that one's the one I was like, eh. I don't oh, know. that's got like a strange-looking bunny character. Yeah, I know. Well, the one of the quotes from this, the one of the creators says, I wanted to make a symbolic character and was looking for a non-human being. Mm. Uh, yeah, personally... That that's something that's a little too symbolic for me sometimes. Sure. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, then we have the duel. Yes, that looks good. Really um, good. And this is going. It says it will show us a new side to Star Wars. He said um, the Jedi versus the Sith and the Rebels versus the Empire, common parts of the Star Wars lore. But what if some random person in an unknown corner of the universe? got hold of a lightsaber or some of that power on his own. That's the premise of the duel. Mm. So that could be interesting. Um, he is, he previously directed Batman Ninja. Oh, so. okay. I, I know I've sent you that before, and that was amazing. If the combat is anything like that, it's going to be awesome. Okay. Trust me. Trust me. It, I'll it's be looking be out for that one. Yeah. That one looks um, awesome. Then we have The Village Bride, A Galactic Wedding. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have anything yeah. much to say about that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's interesting. <laughs> we have Akakiri Ak- Ak- in T zero B one, a love story and a droid story. Um, uh, it's about a love story between a Jedi and princess, right? Those mm-hmm. So where does the droid come in? Uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> we're gonna have to edit that out. We're gonna have to cut that out of the. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not editing. <laughs> what? It, what? No, 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 it means no. nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing no- at all. I don't no. know what you're laughing at. <laughs> uh, next, we have Tatooine Rhapsody, which is um, actually a Star Wars rock opera. Oh. So I'm pretty certain this one will not be canon. Um, Maybe yeah. this one. Uh, this one might actually be pretty fun. We'll see. Um, 
yeah, so that's that's all of them. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, some of them look interesting. Uh, some of them, like I said, I, there's some I'm I'm really gonna be pumped about, uh, and some of them gonna be like okay not my thing but you know that's the beauty of it here's one thing the last thing i'll say on this topic before we move on to the the last news piece is that here's one thing i know about anime is that like you may not love it but one thing that people who has at least taken the chance to watch it cannot deny is that anime it has some of the most incredible fighting that you'll ever see or choreographed fighting because it's 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 hand illustrated and for whatever reason most of the time, they're like nose, no holds barred. Like some of the best combat you'll ever see is in an anime. So ones like the twins or the elder or the duel, I'm pumped to see how this lightsaber combat is going to be in this. Because yeah. uh, like in the duel, as you said, the, the guy who did the Batman Ninja, dude, it it was so good. It was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm all I'm all for. Um, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to watch them all for sure, right? But. And, and and hey, maybe it'll maybe I'll come out of it hyped, and I'll be like, "This is awesome," and I hope I am. But we'll see. Um, moving on, we have we got the trailer for Lego Star Wars: A Skywalker Saga. Almost a year to the date later, we finally got another trailer, <laughs> yeah. another look at this, and wow, is it looking amazing! Uh, I don't know yeah, if you watched I, the trailer. I, I did. Yeah, it looks. It, phenomenal. It's got a it brand does. new engine. Yeah, it's uh, um, it looks great. Yeah. It's it's just exciting or like thinking of reliving these again and it's a little more cinematic and it's mm-hmm. in its uh pre- presentation mm-hmm. a little bit closer to the character. You're going to get to relive all these great Star Wars moments oh, yeah. and just yeah. have some fun and I it, can't wait. And like I said, and that's the beauty of Lego Star Wars is this like it's this nice balance of being able to relive nostalgic moments but just in this very whimsical fun manner that you don't have to take it seriously you know what i'm yeah, saying you can yeah. just play the game and just have fun with it and, and but then yet get, hit, get all these nostalgic hits of like oh man i remember that scene or oh it's just cool to see how they interpret it this way or what kind of little jokes that they slip in right. here and there i love it and we and you see in the trailer they have a uh, galaxy map and it Ooh. has 24 planets Ooh. on it so, and as yes. we've already been told, you can go to these planets and just kind of like, mm-hmm. just, you know, discover stuff and it's mess around. So, cool. so, so cool, guys. That also could be a really cool thing, depend- depending on like, you know, how much is involved with that. Right. But, yeah. Um, but if it's it, interestingly enough, though, again, using this new engine, the, like, it's, it's a Lego Star Wars game, but the combat actually looks pretty intuitive and fun. And it does. It does. Really um, good. Yeah. Yeah, we see a lot of stuff here. We see lightsaber battles. We see, you know, flight missions. Um, again, that, like, close... We see, like, the more close-up view, which I think is going to be great. You can tell <laughs> the graphics are on a whole other level here. Oh, yeah. They just, yeah. It looks really crisp and, and just really cinematic. Of course, shooting for release on uh, next-generation consoles such as PS5 and Xbox Series X and Series S, which, of course, run natively on 4K and, and all this kind of stuff like that. So it's it's going to look good. It's going to yeah, look good. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so it's, I mean, I can't wait for this. And it does pain me that they also announced that it's going to come out in the spring of 2022. <laughs> we were hopeful for a... Uh, 2020 release. A 20, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> and 20, then 2021, um, and then now 2020. But hey, <laughs> hopefully this all pays off. We are going to do a lot of fun things with this game oh, that comes yeah. out. We're going to be recording yeah. a lot with this. And this is one of those um, beautiful games where it may not have this deep lore or whatever we're going to dive into like as we have been in our KOTOR series. Yeah. But this is one of those things like you're going to get a lot of 
clips out of these <laughs> recordings. There's <laughs> oh, just gonna be yeah. a plenty of stuff to laugh There's at. And plenty have fun of stuff with. just to laugh, have fun. It's yeah. gonna be a great time. Oh, yeah. We might even have to do some just live streams. I was gonna say live streams might be a great idea for yeah, this so. for sure. But anyway, stay tuned for that stuff in twenty twenty two. Um yes. guaranteed this Lego Star Wars game will be a big part of our twenty twenty two, along with lots of new Star Wars shows that will be coming Yeehaw. in twenty twenty two. It's yeah. gonna be, an should am- be packed. amazing amazing years for star oh, wars yes so i cannot wait be ready for that and of course you'll be able to get all of your updates here at jedi right eternal. here at jedi eternal <laughs> so let's jump into our rumors now and our first rumor is uh there was an interview with carl weathers mm. and he had this to say he said and so now we're going to start a new season of the mandalorian within the next month mm. and i get to be in front of camera again and i get to direct again so, mm. if we take all this uh, as as true, well, we put it in rumors because it's not officially confirmed. But he does say that he's an- anticipating um, that they're going to start within the next month, and that he's going to be in front, or he's going to direct again. Interesting. Um, so he's going to be in front of the camera too. And, so that's going to be in front of the camera too. Pretty interesting. So I think. Um, so let's think about this. We know that the the. Um, Second season of The Mandalorian started recording at the beginning of 2020, right? Uh, yes. 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 So, if we look at it that way, here we are in September, or almost September, and uh, if it's a similar time period, that means, I think it was like February or March, but it was almost a whole year, right? It was like mm-hmm. 10 months. It was something like About that, About like 10 yeah. months of production, yeah. most likely. Um, so that being said, it's all of a sudden looking actually like maybe there is a chance we can get, um, this by next December. Well, if it follows the same pattern, it would be like a July release. Well, but obviously we don't expect that, but but we don't expect that. But then we still continue to have this same problem of they have more stuff that's going to be ready than I think they're willing to actually. So there might be some stuff kind of on hold there a little bit. Yeah. So. I feel like some things might be put on hold, but what will it be? Like, what's going to yeah. be the next big December release? We were told, yeah. uh, we were told that Ahsoka was going to be kind of a December release, right? Like mm, Ahsoka was going to be thought. following yeah. um, uh, the Book of Boba Fett, and so it just kind of makes you wonder where all that stuff's going to be. But that's a question for another day. Um, yeah, you can go ahead and move on to that. I was going to say, Carl's becoming our new Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, yeah he is, isn't he? <laughs> no, but, and then just the, the final thing I'll say that is it's very possible because we just had last podcast episode two weeks ago, uh, Giancarlo also said that basically that same thing, that they're on the yeah. precipice of starting production, so it makes sense. All right, so our second rumor for this week uh, is uh, about kind of an interestingly controversial topic here to some degree. Um depending on your camp of this, but basically the rumor and we've kind of heard, heard it and seen it a couple different places is that Boba Fett's ship slave one now has a new name. So there for a while there was the article uh, and maybe even some statements flying around uh, that it was just called Boba Fett's ship. <laughs> and cause they were like, we just don't want to call it slave one anymore. So we're just going to call it for now, just Boba Fett's ship. And then later on, though, and Drew will have more on this, I'm sure, but uh, later on, they basically are like, okay, we're going to uh, redefinitize its name and give it something else, and based off of the class of ship that his ship is, right? 
So, Drew, do you have more on that right now? Or are you looking for it? <laughs> so, Slave One, um, the this came this came from a press release for September 2021 comic issues, and in the in the like description for it, um, it call is Boba Fett and Fire Spray. Fire Spray. So here's. Here's the deal. Fire spray, yes, is the the type of ship, mm-hmm. okay, but it doesn't make any sense to call his ship the fire spray. It's like calling them. I, I made the joke to Andrew. I said, "Well, it's kind of like almost like calling the Millennium Falcon the Carillion because it's a Carillion class freighter." So it's right, like, right, right. anyway, yeah. Um, I so I don't know. There's a couple of different ways we can look at this. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of different theories on why this is happening. Um, number one, Disney doesn't want to use the term slave mm-hmm. um, because of the negative implications that can bring. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's another rumor out there that they're, um, they're doing it because of a character named slave that they don't want to um get those confused wait so a character that is coming up yeah being associated with the disney character um i i think i think that this is they're they're just trying to do away with slave, right? Yeah, I one way or another. Whatever reason that they give you, that is what they're trying to do ultimately. Yes. Yeah, and so I think um, you know what was the origins of of calling it the slave one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the in canon? I don't believe there is one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure in legends there's probably been some kind of explanation, uh, but I think. And this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. but I think w- why change the name of it, but instead give it a give it a a good meaning behind it. Yeah, you know give saying? a good meaning behind why it's called Slave One, and and you know instead of just kind of deleting the the history in a sense. Um, and I think that like no matter what we do in star wars like there's still going to probably be a like there's probably going to be slaves in star wars right well there always has been yeah Yeah. and like so i mean are we just cutting that out too like you know where's our where's the line yeah and i think a big reason is they're doing a boba fett show right he's getting his own show yeah they want to they want to kind of try to make him look more in a in a better light than what his previous um, you know, because he's kind of been the bad guy, right? Yeah. So now he's kind of become the good guy. And so now, but we have to remember this is all a rumor. Um, nothing has yet completely confirmed that they're doing away with calling the ship the Slave One. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I'm, I'm really just curious what our audience thinks about this. Like, do you, is there anyone listening that's offended that it's called Slave One? Yeah. And so let us know. I'm, I'm, su- I'm just really curious, like, where. Um, where people are at with this, right? Like, yeah. is this is it being called Slave One an issue? Like, uh, culturally, are, are people offended and and have issues with it, or is Disney being like overly, um, 
like just trying to make sure they cover all their uh you know bases to make sure there isn't an offense and i, right. I, I don't know well this i'll just you know i mean i we usually don't really talk about this kind of stuff very much but you know i'll give my humble opinion and and i, I and here's the thing here's here's the wonderful thing is that we can all agree or we can disagree and we all can still be friends we can all still love star wars but my opinion is that this is just an, another example of this very prominent cancel culture that has been very uh, prominent in our society recently and again it's starting to leak over into star wars and because you know because again disney is a very uh i'm not sure what the correct term would be um disney is a very forward company about making sure that their image is not affected in any way um and so what i'm trying to say is that they're going to allow something completely arbitrary that's been a part of the lore since 1999 or something you know maybe more like 2002 or whenever uh, uh phantom menace came out or excuse me uh, attack of the clones the point i'm trying to make is that this has been a well-established part of the lore and all of a sudden now we're going to change that because of the possible implication um, and I think that's really frustrating. Um, I think that's really frustrating. This has nothing to do with slavery in terms of the connotations of our real-life world. And I think one of the big issues is when we start trying to have the implications and changing things within a galaxy far, far away because of the modern-day issues that we have, then you're starting to degradate the foundation of what Star Wars even is because now you're blurring the lines between reality and Star Wars and no longer is it the galaxy far, far away. So that's that. That's my opinion. I don't think it should change because of that. Second of all, and the last thing I'll say on it is that if you're looking at Boba Fett's or Jango Fett's ship, Slave One, and you're thinking, oh, it's promoting slavery? No. In my opinion, and I haven't read up exactly on the legends or canon reason why they call it Slave One, but in my opinion, they were, you know, at least Boba was created almost out of a slavery type thing, right? That they're creating these clones and forcing them to be warriors, and now he's broken off into his own person, and so now his ship that he goes off on these renegade things as a bounty hunter is called the Slave One. It's almost like an homage to him being free from the, the chains all the other clones had to go through. So that's just my humble opinion, and if you disagree, that's completely fine, and we all can we can all still be friends, you know, if we disagree. Um, but yeah, I just I think it's pretty silly and a little ignorant that they're they're blurring these lines between Star Wars and re, in our real world, real life world. And I think once you start doing that, where do you stop? I think Drew made that comment, and I think he made it well. Is where do you stop? Right? Where do you yeah. draw the line of okay? Now, okay, there's slaves all throughout, slavers, right, all throughout Star Wars. Uh, Anakin was a slave, <laughs> for Pete's sake. So do we have to rewrite that, you know? So that's all I'll say. That's the last thing I'll say on it, so. Yeah, and I, I again, this, nothing is confirmed here. Um, this is rumor, but I, I would say it wouldn't necessarily be surprising um, if mm -hmm. this does end up being the case. They kind of just kind of quietly... Um, set it back but yeah seriously like give us your thoughts guys uh, we don't normally get like too on like serious topics like this but yeah. but this yeah. is an interesting one that I think um, could continue to affect Star Wars in certain ways yeah, yeah and, exactly um, I don't know do you guys think this is the right direction or not um, yeah we'd like to hear your opinion on it for yeah, sure for sure so moving on on to our last rumor. We got some leaked art for um, Darth Vader design in mm -hmm. Kenobi. Um, this, 
Okay, I was just making sure that it was still going. <laughs> yeah, no, his, his his computer always goes uh onto the uh, screensaver. Mm-hmm. We're always kind of like slightly it's worried to like, stop yeah. recording. <laughs> um, so this reveals him in uh, spoilers. If no one wants to hear this, potential spoilers <gasps> for Kenobi. Um, okay, ready? Okay, here we go. This shows Vader. It shows like he's got like the like face mask part still on. Um, it's got like a bunch of robotic arms around him and he's got like these big nasty holes in his torso where I think his like armor fits into him and all that stuff. And then we got like a back to tube that he's in. All of this makes a lot of sense for the, um, for where he's going to be in, in this point in time. Um, it would be cool to see Hayden Christensen back and see him in kind of in this, oh, yeah, this style sure. as for well sure. as just in the full Vader outfit. Um, but you know, I'm personally still hoping that we also get a flashback or something so we can see Hayden Christensen as Anakin just like completely right. Just mm-hmm. like back as Anakin. Oh yeah. And, um, I, again, it'd be the perfect opportunity for us to see Kenobi, Anakin and Ahsoka in live action oh, for the yeah. first time. Yeah. Um, Maybe see would, him in his uh, Clone Wars armor and stuff like that. It would be a really oh, great so opportunity. Cool. I hope they do it. Um, but, yeah, just something there. If you guys haven't seen that yet, just check it out. You can look it up. Um, just look up um, new concept art revealed for or leaked art revealed for Kenobi, and you'll probably find it. Um, yeah, for sure. But it's some just some interesting uh, little interesting peek at what we might be getting right one of our first really yeah Uh, Yeah, we've not gotten really like any peaks or any concept art that has that has been revealed so this is like one of the first first examples of that so yeah what do you think i mean you have anything i mean there's not much to add i just i think it's really cool i I, i'm just open to just about anything as long as they stay faithful to the characters and they do the characters justice that's all i really care about you know that's kind of where i'm at with it um i'm i'm so beyond pumped (laughs) for this show right um and man just again just the fact that we're getting vader and kenobi together is going to be phenomenal and it's not just any character or any actors right it's it's hayden and and uh hayden christensen and uh ewan mcgregor and that to me is just magical (laughs) so i mean that's all i really have to say on it yeah All right. Well, that's all we have for our news and rumors today. We're going to jump into our releases real quick. Um, so I'm going to do things a little different this week. Um, I'm actually going to tell you guys release for the next two weeks because I was thinking about it. And yeah, since we only we're do going, the episodes. Yeah, so we should actually yeah, probably go out yeah. a little longer here. So I'm going to just run through these. August 31st, we're getting the High Republic Tempest Runner. This is the new audio drama um, that's coming. Again, from Kevin Scott. The dude's crazy. He's writing all kinds of stuff. Um He'll be, so anyways, that'll be um, audio drama you can get August 31st. Um, I'm probably going to listen to it as much as I don't want to because I don't like audio dramas, <laughs> but I'm probably going to do it. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that later as it, after it comes out. We also have on September 1st, we have um, multiple comic book releases coming out. We have the High Republic Adventures issue number eight, the High Republic um, issue number nine, and Dr. Afra issue number 14. Those all will be coming out on September 1st, which is a Wednesday. Then on September 7th, which is a Tuesday, we have The High Republic, The Edge of Balance. This is the new anime graphic novel that's coming out mm-hmm. um, that's going to be set during The High Republic. And uh, again, 
not like super whatever about about um, that, but I'm gonna get it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also on September 7th, that Tuesday, we have Life Day Treasury. That is the young adult novel that is the George Mann and Kevin Scott written all about uh, Life Day short stories. Mm. So yeah, um, that has um, that has a uh, oh man, what's his name from the High Republic? Uh, I'm completely blank on Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Uh, Stellan Gaios. Uh, oh, Stellan, yeah, yeah. Stellan Gaios yeah. on there on the front, <laughs> and close. I really like him after that last book. So, Also, we have um, a Star Wars year-by-year new edition, a visual guide, that's also Ooh, coming out cool. on that Tuesday. And then we also have The Last Command, Dark Force Rising, Darth Bane Rule of Two, and Rogue Squadron, all coming out that Tuesday as well. And those are all going to be packed. the Legends, uh, part of the Legends collection. Yeah. Then Wednesday, September 8th, we have Star Wars Adventures, issue number nine, War of the Bounty Hunters, issue number four, and The High Republic, The Monster of Temple Peak, issue number two. So if you like Star Wars publishing, you are, yes, you are you in heaven are, right You are set for the you're next two weeks. You're doing very well yeah, right now. You're going to have plenty to yeah. consume in the next two weeks, so congratulations to me and to you who may enjoy those things. Yes. We're going to have a good couple weeks here, so... Absolutely, absolutely. So we're going to go ahead <clears throat> into our Q&A uh, section. Um, as you well know, we like to go out to you guys and uh, publish a post where we ask you uh, for questions, for topics, for anything that you would like us to topic, or <laughs> whatever topic you like us to talk about, we will do that. Um, so we're going to go ahead this week and we have two questions. One First one comes from Kristen Perry. Uh, Kristen, thank you for your diligence and continually helping us with questions here. We appreciate you so much, Kristen. Yes, very like, much. Words can't <laughs> honestly tell you how much we appreciate you. So. Every week, we, we really appreciate it. Um, but she asked a very uh, a very good question and, and something that... Well, let me ask a question first and we'll get into why it's a good question. <laughs> but she says, why can't stormtroopers aim, but the clone troopers did have decent aim? And so that's a good question because it's good for people who may not know the difference uh, between what stormtroopers and clone troopers sure. are. Kristen, I know you know this answer, uh, so <laughs> you're just asking to help us out, which yeah, I really uh, appreciate, yeah, we appreciate that. it. <laughs> but but no, this I'll answer the question first, and then I think we could maybe discuss for maybe newer listeners or people who's not super into Star Wars lore uh, as to what the difference between stormtroopers and clone troopers are. So the first one being, and we're kind of already going to get into it anyway, the reason why, I mean, let's just give the two-second reason why. Basically, the reason that stormtroopers are not renowned for their aim, uh, aside from what we hear in, in the original trilogy, uh, versus the clones, is because the stormtroopers were, um, uh, oh, what's the word that they use? Um Basically, they're volunteers, right? They're they're vol just random people volunteering. Uh, there's a word for that, and I can't I can't think of it off the top of my head. But they're just they're just regular people who volunteer to be a part of the army, essentially like we do, right? And then they get trained to some to some degree. But clones, on the other hand, which came before in the prequel trilogy, are those who basically are clones of the one of the greatest fighting specimens that they knew at that time, which was the bounty hunter named Jango Fett. And basically, they cloned the uh, Django and created an entire army of these clones who had 
Django's fighting style and his prowess literally projected or etched into their brain from children and then run literally battle tests throughout their entire life. And to, like, so they were bred and born to be soldiers. So that's why they're much better or more efficient because literally from birth, not only were, uh, were they trained to be fighters, they were cloned from one of the best fighters in the galaxy at that time. Yeah. So then obviously stormtroopers came along later on and they're just uh, requisition soldiers, people who just volunteered and uh, you know obviously the, the they didn't get trained from birth like clones did. So that's basically I kind of already said it, but Drew, would you like to explain maybe uh, just high level over the top what what are the difference between stormtroopers and clone troopers are? I mean, I kind of already yeah, said it. Yeah, I mean, it, I think right? you but, said it, but like what I'll add is kind of the the canon perspective on why like there was mm -hmm. that change and like the the biggest being so you know the clones are created with a um faster aging right they age mm -hmm. quickly um it's like a rapid aging but so that helps them to hurry into production in a sense right like to hurry in and uh, get them battle ready and and produced mm -hmm. but then we also have the con to that where they're they also still age right yeah quicker so like to the point where they're gonna be, be old right yeah very, so even, very even though they're trained they're gonna become obsolete sooner yeah, rather than later. sooner than yeah um and so you have that side of it but then you also get to the point where they um they become they they were running out of the DNA that they needed, and they had to make Precisely. a decision. The Empire yeah. had to make a decision whether they were going to continue this, continue the cost of keeping up this production, mm -hmm. or to start using literally just all the people of the, of their of the galaxy yeah. that they could yeah. throw in and and trick them into thinking it's a great cause, and you know blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> right. And and all they because all they need is is meat bags to, to go around yeah, and, yeah. and do whatever they tell them to do. They don't really care. Right. If they survive or any of that. And and so they chose um, they chose not to continue to, to make clones. So yeah. at that point, when they made that decision, um, that was when they officially they started using just regular old people for, yeah. for stormtroopers. And now we do have canon references of clones still being a part of the Empire, but they did start mm -hmm. to phase out as they got older. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of references where they're like, oh, the, that's a, that must be a clone because he's like, he was doing something wrong or something. Yeah. Like, oh, he's a clone. Yeah. He's, he's, so, he's old and he can't, he's, yeah. he's losing his mind practically. So. I mean, we see obviously uh, that the greatest reference of that coming through Bad Batch season one. Um, and we're probably going to see a lot more of that transition even occur in Bad Batch Season 2, which is coming eventually. Yeah, right. um, but yeah, so that, that's, I mean, that's, that's really all there is to say about that. So that, so that is not only the answer to the question, um, but it also kind of gives like a nice little, like, oh, what is the difference between clone troopers and stormtroopers? Um, and there you go. That's, that is the answer. Um, so our second and final question comes from Tara Bolin. I don't know if you know who that is, uh, but that is Andrew's wife. You know, anyone that doesn't know. <laughs> and she asks, what are your predictions uh, that Loden Great Storm will play in the High Republic as a whole? Well, first of all, thank you, my love, for asking the question. You're welcome. I appreciate oh, it. Never mind. Um, so, like I said, so, let me go ahead and say I'm going to give this to Andrew. I'm not going to even pretend I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've not been keeping up with High Republic. So, Loden Great Storm is a very, um, very cool character. 
he is first revealed in the light of the jedi the first high republic novel um and some light spoilers or actually heavy spoilers for that (laughs) novel he is um taken hostage by the nile by the end of the of the novel um into um into like a little prison and they're torturing him Mm -hmm. and they don't really tell you why well in the second novel the great storm is that right the great storm Am I, am I, I, sure, sounds right. <laughs> no, Rising Storm. The rising oh, storm. you fool. Good the Rising you. Storm. Um, in that novel, we, uh, we get our answers. And so, unfortunately, I cannot give you my predictions um, because that would be a huge spoiler for the novel. And I don't feel like we're really there yet to be able to give, just talk. Wow, the way you said that, I feel like kind of already gives the answer, but anyway. Really? Yeah. Why? No, go on. Go on. I, mean, I don't think so. It's probably not what you're thinking. Okay. Um, Hopefully not. There's there's a a lot that goes down with this character, um, and it goes in some pri- some surprising directions. Mm. Um. So I can't really give I can't really say a whole lot because it, it would give things away. But but my so my answer my my main answer for that is if you're interested in the character. Or if you are interested in learning uh, more about what happens to that character, then The Rising Storm is the book for you because you will get answers. So Yeah, well, so there you go. Um, so that actually concludes our uh, Q&A for this week. Before we move on, though, um, a kind of a two-part thing I want to say here. First and foremost, we have been doing this podcast for, oh, uh, man, almost a year and a half. Well, over a year and a half now. Over a year and a half, time flies. I thought we just had our, <laughs> just had our uh, one year anniversary. Here we are, like a half a year later now, uh, and and which is crazy. So the point I'm trying to make is that you guys have been very very faithful, and we have been so very thankful for that. Every single week, and now it's every two weeks, but every single week we've been reaching out all to all of you on Facebook and Instagram to, hey, give us some questions. What do you want us to talk about? And and for like 99% of that, we've been very faithful uh, to do so. Um, and so we're thankful. But I th- we'll, let's, just, let's just hit the nail on the head, right? The past several weeks, it's been hard to get questions because I, I feel it, right? Everyone, they're like, ah, oh, I want to give a question. I want to interact. But man, I just asked every single thing I could possibly think of. So what our proposal is is to kind of mix things up and we're going to ask you guys if this is we, we've kind of conversed amongst ourselves because as we've changed our schedule now and we're out, now we're doing, you know, podcast, let's play podcast, let's play. And we've gotten that mixed up a little bit. We thought we'll do a little uh, twist on our Q&A to mix this up a little bit, too, to keep things fresh for you all. Instead of us asking you for a bunch of questions that just us answer, Here's what we propose, and you tell us, and we're going to do some polls on it and stuff like that, but you tell us what you think. We are going to come with one question a week, and we're going to post it pretty early in the week, and then we're going to ask you guys to answer it. So, hey, here's this discussion topic. Hey, here's this piece of lore that we would like to talk about. You guys answer the question. You guys tell us, and then what we're going to do is we're going to discuss your guys' answer live on the episode and at the end we'll give kind of our thoughts and opinions and things of that nature so i just thought it would be a kind of a fun thing to do to kind of mix it up a little bit so if that's something you guys would like please keep your eye out for the poll that we're going to be putting out very soon 
um, and let us know. If that's not what you want, then then we won't do it. If you like the Q&A, we'll continue doing it. If you think, hey, we need to change something up, let's do it. So anyway, so I don't want to belabor the point, but we're just, again, yeah. so thankful for what you guys have been doing for, with us and, and, and been faithful to us, but we just want to keep it fresh for you guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so now we're going to move on to our main topic, and we're going to... Uh, uh, we're calling this our main topic, but it's actually going to be very short and to the point. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a much. whole lot to say. We just wanted to kind of update that we did watch um, the new episode of the making of the Mandalorian season two that came out. Yeah. Um, that was all about bringing back Luke Skywalker and Mark yeah. Hamill for the episode. Um, and uh, we do actually have to, to wrap this up fairly quickly but um so this time just because wanna, of andrew so this time it's actually because of me surprisingly <laughs> but um but yeah um but what was your overall thoughts i thought it was i thought it was really cool um obviously as as i'm sure you're gonna say as well and i think every single person other than maybe one weirdo would say the season finale uh for season two of mandalorian was very awesome it was emotional it was it was great and of course i mean there's so much that happened in the episode but of course the huge star that we just cannot not point out is the fact that luke skywalker came back yeah and he deal, took right? grogu and there was a super emotional scene with him and uh you know grogu and and din and it was just a tearjerker and nostalgia yeah. bomb and I loved it and but but the production of that behind the scenes is really cool so we got to see how that was made for sure yeah, it had a lot of interesting little tidbits uh, about the the making of it, and and it's mm-hmm. always great to hear Filoni and Dave, or sorry, <laughs> Dave and Filoni, <laughs> uh, John, John and Dave. And Dave. Um, it was it was great to hear. It's always great to hear like the, their love for Star Wars just like bleeds through everything, right? And, oh yeah, and you yeah. can just see it. They're very 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 knowledgeable, yeah. and so it's great to to hear them discuss it and. Um, the one of the big takeaways I got from the episode is that um, to, to to try to and trick everyone, they originally was going to say it was Plo Koon yeah. that was was coming back <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that came and did all that, not Luke Skywalker. To the point that they even like Made did models. do some. Yeah. yeah, they like had him wear a thing on his head that was a Plo Koon mask yeah. thing, and they <laughs> they even like uh, had a bunch of art, concept art with Plo Koon doing it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and so I thought that was very interesting. It's hilarious. The, the extremes yeah. they went to. To keep it a secret, and yeah. and they did. They somehow managed to keep somehow uh, yeah. it a secret, despite everything else being leaked. You know, I, I love John's quote there. He said, uh, "We were so scared that there was leaks coming out, and we saw little by little, tiny little leaks started coming out. Yeah. It's like we just wanted to make we, there was leaks that popped up, so we wanted to see, we make sure to get the ship to the harbor before the leaks <laughs> burst a bigger or whatever. Right, yeah, I can't right. remember. I love that. Um, yeah, and if you're wondering, did this like give us any hints at what's to come? No, no, not there, at all. there's not yeah. any hints in there at all, really, that I caught on to. Um, they they stayed very specific to just what they were doing in that episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it was uh, it was also interesting to see that they the the actor they used for the body of Luke Skywalker, um, yeah. and they talked about like how he was a really good actor and how he yeah. looked he looked the part and stuff and how it was really cool how how mark hamill like mentored him to yeah, basically yeah, yeah. recreate a, uh-huh. a younger version of himself again right. which is really cool yeah and uh, it kind of makes you wonder if maybe this will be the guy they will may may use in the future yeah if there happens point. to be more because Luke they, they seem yeah. to really like have good things to say about him and he's kind of an unknown which may work yeah may in in you know in the favor of of uh 
keeping the mysteriousness, I guess. Yeah. And not being see like, our oh, previous episodes. And why not like, oh, that? look, there's Sebastian Stan. You know, <laughs> like I'm, I, I would realize he would be good, but yeah. you're always going to have he's the Winter Soldier in the back of yep. your head at the same time, yep, right? Exactly. So, uh, yeah, overall, good stuff. I encourage everybody to watch it. It, it was really good. Um, another moment is, you know, they, they talked about how the Mandalorian has never used um, any of John Williams' music until that moment with Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And immediately... Um, the you know, only it time. Play, it's the only time. Yeah. And it plays, and um, and he said, like, never underestimate, you know, um, the... What did he say? The, Basically, the power uh, or, or importance of the, John Williams. Yeah, the importance of John Williams. That's what he said. In Star Wars. Yeah, and it's just... It, it's so true. Oh, it's, it's so, so true, yeah. And I'm glad, like, Favreau gets it, right? He just gets yes. it. He understands those yes. things. Well, even he said, and this was so beautiful, and the last thing, one of the last things I'll say about it is that... Again, warms my heart to know that we have true people who love Star Wars over this, yeah. and that basically whenever they found found out that they were going to bring in R two D two after talking to Dave Filoni, it's John Favreau like got excited like and then John or, and Dave was like I could see the kid in him that loves Star right. Wars come up again, yeah. and they said when they wheeled, excuse me, when they wheeled r2d2 into that scene john said he like literally tears started welling up in his eyes yeah. like that's the love of star wars that, that i'm so yeah. excited that is being poured into the show right so. yeah but anyways uh highly encourage you guys all to go watch it yeah so there's not much more to say about that uh we got to cut it short this week but hope you enjoyed the episode uh again thank you guys so 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 much for what you guys do for us and, and, and interact with us and, and what you do to make this not just uh, two guys talking but a community yeah. uh but we look forward to hear from you guys yeah, and uh i want to just mention oh. um kotor episode six six i think six, six? yeah yeah episode six. six will be um airing next saturday, next saturday. two o'clock yep but we uh, look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to uh, get, hearing some stuff on your guys' thoughts about this podcast, on our Let's Play series, on the new Q&A that might be coming out. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, we just ask that you would like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff for news, polls, discussions, memes, and everything else in between. Uh, we'd also uh, encourage you to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave us a good review if you could. That actually does make a big difference, uh, and we would really appreciate that. Uh, but if nothing else, we thank you so much for listening and joining us this week, and we ask that you would join us in two weeks for Episode 64 and next week for Episode 6 of our Let's Play series. But last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. We would be honored.